0: Hi, everyone. Just a reminder that this show is not legal advice, trading advice, financial advice, or personal advice. Enjoy the show and thank you very much. This show is sponsored by Blockchain Terminal, a new tool for the hedge fund industry and institutional investors to confidently buy, trade, and invest in crypto. And by Start Engine, helping entrepreneurs raise capital through regulated ICOs. Yo, yo, welcome to Crypto 101, the Average Consumer's Guide to Cryptocurrency. This is Matthew Aaron, and today we welcome a couple people from the Crypto 101 crew. We have Danny M. Mark Van Horn, and ICO 101's Aaron Paul. And we're just going to wrap out with everybody. Tell everybody how we felt the past couple months while we're seeing red. Just have a chat. It's the first time all of us got together on a podcast, so Enjoy. But before that, please go to Crypto101Podcast.com. Go to the top of the page, send us an email if you like, wrap out with us, give us praise, give us criticism, all is good. Go to iTunes, subscribe to us, leave us a comment, leave us a rating, it helps us a lot. Become a Patreon. Our Patreons are the backbone of the community. Join our Facebook group. Our Facebook group has almost 4,000 people waiting and willing to help you get into cryptocurrency. And go to our Twitter or our other social medias and follow us there. Without further ado, Here's the Crypto 101, guys, just wrapping out. Gents, welcome to Crypto 101. It's good to have all you guys here. Hey, what's nice. up,
1: Matthew? Yo, good to yo, be here.
0: Everybody. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, what we have today is we have Danny Amsalm, we have Aaron Paul, and we have the sales director, Mark Van Horn, here with us today to talk about, well, the market we're seeing green we just got off a lot of red and we want to bring the crypto 101 family together just to wrap out with everybody first so everybody knows who everybody is can we just go around and introduce ourselves i think we'll start with aaron
2: hello guys i'm aaron paul the host of ico 101 that's it aaron you're done huh (laughs) that's it it's very nice speaking to all of you all at the same time
0: (laughs) right on aaron man it's good to see you brother and danny what's up man
3: yo matt it's good to be here. It's been actually a while since we've uh, been on a podcast, right? Yeah,
0: man, it has been a while. I don't even know. I can't remember the last one we did together. Actually, what was it? Probably one of Taylor's. Yeah, definitely, we did a shit ton of those. Mark, man, you want to say some words, words, really quick?
1: Yeah, sure. Hey, guys. Um, Mark Van Horn. I'm the director of sales for Crypto 101 Media. A little bit of background. I got into the crypto space um, about a year ago, um, and I mainly I got into it. You know, most likely, for like everybody else, is for everybody's making a lot of money. And I really knew nothing about crypto. So I did a lot of research, Uh, made my first small investment. And when doing that research, I became really excited about the disruptive technology and what it can really do. And after that, I was hooked.
0: Right on, man. Well, guys, it's really good to see you guys here. So the past couple of months, since January, you know, January was amazing. Twenty thousand dollar Bitcoin, Litecoin at three hundred, four hundred, almost, and everything was just mooning. Then we saw red. Danny, when you were seeing this red, when you saw the downturn, when you saw the fifty percent, 70 percent
3: losses from that all time high, what were you feeling? Well, I thought it would stop at twenty five percent, and then I thought it would stop at fifty percent. Like there's no way it's gonna keep going, and it just kept dropping. And then it stopped at one point when my account went from thirty thousand down to ten thousand. I was like, okay, I can kind of live with that. And then it kept dropping, and it dropped, and it went down. My account was below five grand, and I was like, man, this is. I I actually have just barely above the amount that I put into it because I put a little bit more in later. I know I told people that I I pulled some profit out, and I did, but it was scary, man. That was. Sad. My traffic to my website died. My interest in crypto died. All, I have all these crypto chats. Every single one of them went quiet, except for you and me. Just the crypto one on one chat stayed active. All your Facebook chats and whatnot, but that's it.
0: Wow, wow. What about you, Mark? Man, how how did everything work oh, out with you?
1: Oh, I didn't do anything but uh, buy more. You know, I got, I'm in this for the long haul. So I, you know, I saw that all that red, but I wasn't I wasn't too worried because you know I'm I'm definitely in this for the long game. Yeah, it hurt to see, you know, my, my profits going down, but I, I feel like, you know, I didn't buy the top, so I wasn't one that was mm-hmm. bleeding so much as uh, people that had, you know, bought, bought $19,000 Bitcoin. You know, honestly, I, I wrote it out and I was excited to, you know, grab some more, you know, scoop up some more while, while it was cheaper.
0: Man, what did you scoop up? Did you scoop up anything uh, that you want to mention? Uh, yeah, I, I, got,
1: I got some IOTA and some more Ethereum and uh, Zuliqua.
0: That's interesting that you bought ethereum and zillica so are you thinking that zillica is going to be a contributor to the whole ecosystem at in, in, in a whole you know with ethereum or do you think that that's a direct competitor to ethereum
1: I think they can live um, together I just uh, you know from, by listening uh, to your podcast and just doing my own research I think they're definitely a player in in the space they have a great team they're uh, you know they have uh, new projects going uh, New partnerships, and they're they're updating on a constant basis. So, I don't think that they're in direct competition with Ethereum. I think Ethereum, you know, like Bitcoin, is you know the original daddy. So, I think there's room for both of them in the space. And mm-hmm. yeah, you know, that's what I think.
0: <laughs> right on, Aaron Paul. What's up, brother? Yeah, yo 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 yo.
2: Yeah, I, you know, I started really heavily researching in the cryptos uh, when I was introduced late summer by a friend. Named Matthew Aaron, but yeah, I started I started picking up the big the big three, and from there, I just kept researching and buying the companies that I believed in. Like Mark, I did it for the long haul. I did some day trading in 2016, so I understood what that was. One right away, I understood that the capacity to day trade wasn't as great as the institutional mechanisms that are in place for say stock and. So I just researched the companies that I really, really liked. And it's not very difficult for me to make a decision on a company that I think is a great company with a fantastic leadership team. And so I started snatching up some smaller altcoins, even though at that time the entire market was coming up. And so when it came down, my regret is that, that I didn't buy more going down because I didn't have so much into it like some of you guys where... It was like, oh, shit, this is bad. This number looks really bad. So I started catching the stuff on the way down. I think I should have put in more. And really, once the market got red, I got – I'm a little excited right now. Even now, I'm still excited because when you look at the prices on some of the companies that I was looking at at their all-time high compared to what they are now, it's still a really good deal. Mm You know, I just recently picked up some Zilliqa, some NEO. Man, I know, I think I picked up something else. I think I picked up some more vert and I want more. And I and I've been buying Ethereum on the way down the entire time. You picked up an ICO as well, didn't you? Oh, I did. Yeah. I actually ended up buying into the Verus Foundation.
0: That's good. You know what? Actually I got an email just the other day about the Verus Foundation and the person asked me, How much research do we put into these ICOs that sponsor Crypto 101 and go on ICO 101? And I wrote him back, but what would you answer to that, Aaron?
2: I spend hours. I feel like, for me, when I came into the space, if I could have had somebody who was giving me the information that I wanted about a company all in one spot, or as much into one spot as I could get, I would have taken it, I would have consumed it. I feel like there's the balance that you and I discussed about how much information should we get, how long should the episodes be, how jam-packed should they be, How much are people really going to consume? And so there's been some push-pull for me there, at least, but hours. I mean, I I spend hours, hours upon hours, researching the team, researching the company, researching competitors, if there are any competitors, researching the market cap. Why is the market cap the way the market cap should be? And really looking at it through a skeptical lens, to be honest with you. I look at every one of these companies that I'm going to interview with a very skeptical lens because I'm trying to ask these guys the questions that I would hope other investors would ask and essentially look them in the eye and say, why should I give you my money? And in preparation for that, I also owe them the respect of having researched them and know who they are and know what they're about and can ask them intelligent questions about their product. So that i don 't look just like a guy who 's just trying to interview some dude for content, and that 's not what we 're trying to do we 're really trying to educate the average retail investor in this space
0: actually i 'll just comment on on what coins I'm I'm, i 'm holding i haven 't bought anything really since the end of last summer i 've just been holding so my portfolio went from you know whatever I put into it originally back in April last April May to you know amazing all time highs in you know december January, and then I saw. You know, we're getting close to, you know, being maybe 2x before, um, uh, come, you know, March or a couple weeks ago. And now everything's starting to, uh, you know, creep back up. Some of my biggest holdings are like, you know, Litecoin, Zilliqa, uh, Virium, and and things like that. Got a little Sumo, a little Monero. Fluffy Pony was just on the show the other day. Great conversation, great guy. You know, Fluffy P. Fluffy P um so <laughs> so yeah man we were just it was a uh, just just holding just holding for the most part and just hoping that everything is going to go turn around but i will be honest that there was a point there where i was looking and i was going like you know i'm getting you know close to my break even close to what i put into it am i so stupid to keep holding it is going to go down is going to what's going to happen and i didn't sell at the all-time highs i didn't sell when i was you know six seven eight x but now i'm i'm sitting there thinking about oh. selling at two x Okay, was I stupid before? Or am I stupid now? Or am I just constantly stupid? I think I just live in this perpetual land of stupidity. So now we're here now and now we're having this conversation. But going back to what Danny said, you know, another interesting thing, not just because of the, the money aspect of it, but because of the traffic, the interest, the people coming into the market or wanting to learn just disappeared. Crypto 101's listeners went down. Our traffic went down. Danny's traffic went down. Everybody's traffic went down. Danny, how did you handle that from your aspect in your business point of view? And then actually, Mark, if you can touch on that to,
3: you know, reaching out to people for Crypto 101 as well. I didn't handle it well. I went into my little cave and I'm like, OK, I'm just going to weather this out in my cave all alone by myself, get on a couple of Skype chats with uh, Matt and believe that there's a future for crypto because decryptionary it's, it's always been just a great hobby project, something that I thought could help people. And it still helps people. I still get emails, but I, I haven't been working on it much. And I haven't been buying really anything. I, I bought a little bit on the way down because, like I said, I thought it would stop at 50% and it just kept going. And what I did buy, just because I know you're probably going to ask that, I, I bought some IOTA and a few other coins that I really liked. But Oh, some, some XRB which got rebranded to Nano and maybe it's a bad idea now. I saw some data on it. didn't look so good. <laughs> y- you made the point of, are we an idiot before? Or are we an idiot now? Or I guess it depends on how you're playing it. Are you trying to gamble and win? Then we're going to all be idiots because we're just gambling. <laughs> if we're betting on the coins that we like, that we believe in, that Aaron does his research on, then maybe we're in better shape.
0: You know, that's a really good point that you made. We went through... A very big downturn. You know, a lot of these old school Bitcoin holders. You know, 2011, 2010, and they've been through these bear markets before, where it's you know going down 70, 80, 90 percent. This is something they've been seasoned to. So when they're looking at that, they're looking at us going, going. Ah, guys, just relax. We're going to get out of this. It happened before. It will happen again. And now we have now went through this. And we are now the the gurus that are going to be saying for the new guys. We've been through this. We've we've seen eighty percent down. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Mark, how has this downturn affected your ability to um, reach out to people in Crypto One One in that
1: aspect? Well, I mean, I mean, there's so many ICOs out there, and like said, as Aaron said, we do a lot of research on um, certain ICOs and. Man, you know, when Ethereum was down to like 300, a lot of ICOs put their projects on hold. You know, they had a date and the date was pushed back. The date was pushed back again. They pushed back, you know, three or four times just because Ethereum is just so low. And that's like the main gateway into um, purchasing into these ICOs. So, you know, a lot of them, you know, they were excited to get on the show, but they wanted to wait until, um, you know, Ethereum was back up.
0: Exactly. And with that downturn, you know, but actually, what I found is that bigger influencers in the community were more eager or ready or willing to come on the show or reach out to us and say, hey, we'll do the show because they had more time. Did you notice that too? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's definitely true. I think, you know, I, mean, I think those big name people that have been in the space for so long, I think it's sort of their duty. Hey, Danny. <laughs>
0: What, what have you learned in the bear market? Um, but of course, well, we're assuming that this is over. I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to sit there like it's over. We're gonna see Lambos and Moon and Teslas hey, in space. Dude, but
1: we already
2: we saw the we saw the bottom. We saw the bottom. Yep. It's only but look, here before Danny takes over. I, I I've been following a dude whose Twitter handle is "Don't sell your Bitcoin to the cartel." Hey, listen, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, as one might point out. However. Nobody can deny, well, maybe people can and will deny that the institutional players in these markets know what they're doing and how they're doing it and how they're going to enter and what what they want to see before that they'll put their money into it. So I think there has to be some truth to the coincidence of futures and the ability to short the market and how short it got. And the technicals that nobody will deny, oh, here's the volume. It's going to stop right here, and then it's going to go down a little bit farther. And even that same guy is saying, hmm, it, 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 it went low. Uh, it goes If it goes lower, it went lower. But here's, here's what I'm – I'm just showing you guys the technicals, and here's what I think is happening behind those technicals. And it goes against everything that we want to believe, but it doesn't mean that it's not true. The beauty of these guys is they look at it from a technical aspect, whereas they know that most retail consumers look at it from an emotional aspect. And what are we? We're we're emotional, right? When if if you see eighty percent of your money evaporate, I mean, <laughs> who 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 can look at that with a poker face? Who can really do it? I I couldn't, and I did, and it was and it was relatively small amounts of money compared to what you guys are putting in.
0: So what did you learn so, from this bear market then?
2: that it's going to come up what i was able to do was confirm what i thought to be true what i'm happy about is that and again as you said it might not be over but certainly it gives us hope for the future seeing green finally Mm. sustained green and that we believe that we weren't gambling because we we told ourselves all along we're not gambling we're not we're not speculating we're we're in it right but then Mm -hmm. we're going are we really in it is this really is this really is, is this really legit (laughs) <laughs> and it is and it is it really is we just we just needed it to turn and we really wanted to trust people that like Doug Pike I've seen it all the time Doug Pike so this is the third time this has happened or maybe it was the fourth I can't remember exactly what he said he said this has happened before don't worry it's fine and we're like oh we trust you Doug we really do but did we really <laughs> trust Doug <laughs> 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 so so it gives us the confirmation that we needed to see and i learned that it's 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 going to recover and we know that the technology's here to stay we know that institutional companies as Hazm said is they're they're doing things that we don't even know about we know i just interviewed the b- blockchain terminal people they're they're setting a, a platform for the institutional money to go in mm-hmm. so it's coming it just needed to be on their terms And I think that we'll see higher highs and probably some pretty big lows in the future. It's just the way it's gonna be. What I learned was that history will repeat itself though. And so we just need to think as we would in business, as I, when we speak to our business leaders on ICO 101 is, what is your worst case scenario planning for when this does happen again? We need to think like that when we're holding our portfolio. When this thing goes bad, where will we be? What will we be doing? And how will we react as opposed to not having a plan at all?
3: Right. Danny? That was really awesome, Aaron. That was that was very well put. There's there's a lot of interesting thoughts that have been going through my head listening to Aaron talk. And and over the past month, couple weeks, it was really uncomfortable, right, to see my account drop so much. I gave you guys numbers. I'm not afraid to share that. Paid the IRS on all my stuff. I, I went all the way. I want to keep it straight. I do you think that there are going to be some coins that the bear market is not over for, that they're just going to die. They're not going to pick their way back up. They're not going to reach the same heights. But I think the tech that is viable, the technology that's workable, it doesn't matter what happens to the price of the coin. Ethereum didn't stop developing just because the market went down.
2: 100%. Agreed.
3: Right. So if you think about it in terms of what value does it provide, is it working? Bitcoin is still working. People are still working on it and, and planning it out. And I'm, I just read a really awesome article on Medium, the many faces of Bitcoin or something like that, and people are still working on it, and the tech is still moving. So the market doesn't have a complete hold over technology. I think technology is going to eventually move the market.
2: Mm-hmm. 100%. And, and to touch on that, too, one of the things I learned when this thing was going down, I, I looked and I said, apogeecrypto.com it's 500 coins, and you're telling me that 500 of these coins justify an 80% decrease in their value. 500. No, that's false. So something's happening. I didn't know what it was, but certainly nobody can argue that Ethereum is, is, a, is a junk and it's never going to recover. No, false. <laughs> Heck, from from the time that the market started to go into bear until now, they added 300 more projects on the state of the d apps so mm-hmm. it's good i think it's going to be just fine
0: I, I personally think ethereum's uh undervalued just right now even at its current state or it's even all-time high state i still think it's undervalued because of what it does for the uh, market in space right now I, I honestly i couldn't imagine crypto without ethereum at this point if the, if it disappeared then it's like <laughs> what are we what yeah. are we doing again are we just
1: if, if, if ethereum disappears you know half you know half the coins disappear Half the coins
0: disappear. We're, we're, mm-hmm. we're back on Silk Road. The no only use case is buying drugs with Bitcoin. <laughs> yep. but Dan, Danny, you said you said something interesting in there. You said some of the coins or some of these digital assets will not see those all-time highs again. Were you thinking of any other any of those digital assets in particular?
3: I mean, it's hard to predict the future, right? That's why my account dipped so much, and I was an idiot and didn't exit early. High five. But there's some coins. For example, Tron saw so much awesome pump and dump action. There was so much popularity, right, going around Tron that is it going to ever hit the same height? There there was so much crap that came out, too, during the dip about Mm -hmm. it. Is it going to pick back up? If you look at the chart, it's had some upward motion since uh, end of February, beginning of March. It might pick itself back up, despite all the naysayers. Electronium is, is one that... You know, with the fake mobile mining, it was really popular and it, and it had some massive gains. But because it's not really mobile mining, is, it, is that enough to pick it back up? Coins like that, coins that have something that's some little magic trick, something interesting about them, is that enough to pick it up and keep it going? Or is it going to be the tech that actually has real value to it that's, that's going to push it through the market?
1: Mark, you have anything to say about that? Yeah, well, I think the episode that we put out, How to Survive a Bear Attack, a couple months ago. I think that episode sort of it sort of says it all. You know, from what I've learned, and you know, I haven't been in this space very long. I've, this is the first real real bear that I, I've seen, and you know, just trying to learn not to worry so much about the bear that he eventually gets chased away by the bull.
0: And now a word from our sponsor, Start Engine. Interested in raising capital through a regulated ICO? Star Engine is your one stop solution. Star Engine, the only ICO platform with a community of 140,000 investors, was founded in 2014 by Howard Marks, co founder of Activision Blizzard. Star Engine's mission is to help entrepreneurs achieve their dreams by raising the capital they need to succeed. Since the implementation of the Jobs Act in 2016, Star Engine has helped over 140 companies raise capital. The emergence of cryptocurrency presents an opportunity for entrepreneurs to raise capital through ICOs. In 2017 alone, token offerings resulted in a generation of over $4 billion worth of capital. The team at StartEngine leverages its experience and expertise in crowd sale and securities regulation in order to easily launch SEC compliant ICOs. In fact, Engine can help a company to build its own tokens and is creating a secondary market upon which these tokens can be traded. In short, Start Engine provides a complete token ecosystem. If your company wants to launch a security token offering, just go to crypto.startengine.com and get 20% discount on future ICO setup services. That's crypto.startengine.com. This is not legal advice. The Blockchain Terminal, developed by New York-based CG Blockchain Incorporated, is a new tool for the hedge fund industry and institutional investors to confidently buy, trade,
4: and invest in crypto. The Blockchain Terminal... Hey guys, TiVo here to tell you about the UFi Video Lock, a smart lock, a 2K camera, and a doorbell all in one. What I love about this product is it is a truly all-in-one with the three-in-one. You don't have to go out and buy multiple parts. It's all in this package with the Eufy Video Lock. So if you're interested in learning more, go on Amazon and search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock. Again, that's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Ufi Video Lock. Get complete control over your front door.
3: At Parker, our
0: purpose is simple. It bridges the gap between institutional investors and the cryptocurrency market. By combining market data from over 60 exchanges, information about upcoming ICOs, and news from publications and social media, the blockchain terminal gives you a complete picture of crypto trading. Institutional investors may hesitate to invest in cryptocurrency. However, CG blockchain's unique compliance guard technology creates a compliance framework, placing you in a secured and monitored environment. The blockchain terminal offers you a consolidated order book showing the price and state of the market across multiple exchanges and a consolidated wallet that allows single account to trade on multiple exchanges using third-party applications including the blockchain terminal this means you can access on the third-party applications thousands of available cryptocurrencies from over 60 exchanges the blockchain terminal runs on a digital token to be issued by cg blockchain affiliate bct inc this token is used to register and transact within the platform the bct inc token sale is available through the 30th of april 2018 join btc inc at tokensale.btc.io and visit the website btc.io for more information now back to the show The reason why I wanted to get everybody together, I think I said this in the beginning, but we're going to have so many new people in this space. We're going to have so many new people saying, OK, Bitcoin's climbing again. Now I'm going to start paying attention. Now I'm going to start investing. And of course, they're going to come to ICO 101, Crypto 101, Decryptionary to get this information that they need to navigate the system. Just because I want to throw this out there. What are some coins you guys are looking at? If you are going to come in right now, and I'm not saying that this is to tell anybody to buy, of course, do your own research. But. Me personally, I'm looking at Zillica very, very closely. I'm looking at sumo very very closely. And I'm looking at um shit, to be honest, I don't have my other one. I should have had three right here ready for you, but I don't. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna put up A- I don't have one. We're gonna put up Apogee Crypto to see what what what, what else is in my portfolio.
1: What about yeah. I- yeah, I have so I have I have so many bookmarked. And, like, all my watch lists, like, there's not, I mean, there's just not enough cash to put into, like, how many projects I want to get into. There's so many um, in the space that, you know, seem like exciting projects.
0: Well, Litecoin always for me. be perfectly honest, I just think that Litecoin should be a trading pair on every exchange. And I don't know why that's not happening yet. So I'm I'm a little wondering why that's not happening. But I think it could happen. And I'm going to be holding Litecoin. And I really like transaction in Litecoin. We, as a business, we do most of our transactions, either Ethereum or Litecoin. Uh, they work really well, really fast. It's a be- they're both beautiful systems. So I, I, see, so I see there's a, so much potential in this use case. I mean, just, for, just to give the listeners a little background of Crypto 101, Crypto 101 right now has around eight blog writers, around seven editors between Crypto 101 and uh, ICO 101. Aaron's the host. We have uh, sales. We have marketing. We have uh, contributing hosts And uh, developers and designers and all kinds of people are involved. And the people that are involved are all over the world. I have a guy in Australia, a guy in Germany. We have people just all over the world getting paid in Ethereum, getting paid in Litecoin. And it's such an amazing thing to know that it's that easy, that accessible. And the ability to recruit talent from all over the world, unite them under some kind of different or better ideology of Of decentralization and I know that's like a term that's coined and it's like being thrown out everywhere but you know this this is what it is, is crypto 101 is kind of a decentralized entity of bringing information to the average person and to be able to interact and I just can't imagine trying to run a company or pay people or do business with a bank or PayPal and try to do this overseas cross borders and to unify everybody like this without this tech this beginning, this infant tech right now, how would I do that? Even in its infancy, it's already changed my life. It's already changed the game. And I think that's just amazing. But one of the other things that I have found in this adventure that we are all on together, and I think that we're having a shit ton of fun um, doing this, is that balancing the ability to run a business when your currency is changing all the time. I remember Mark and I were talking back last month and we got paid in ethereum for some sponsored ads and we got paid in ethereum at say 900 dollars of ethereum but then when it was time to pay people for the work ethereum was at 400 so <laughs> it was just an amazing thing and i don't know i i, I still haven't figured out how to do that if, is do i put it into a stable coin right when i get paid and then i miss out of the gains uh, i also will miss out on the losses do we use tether do we use Dai? do we use the other these other ones it's really hard to navigate the business aspect of this when your the price of your the currency you're transacting with doing business in is changing by 40, 50% um you know in a couple of weeks and it's it's, it's quite nerve-wracking. So, I guess w- going back to my original statement is we're all here and there's going to be a lot of new people coming into it and I just want to share my story about what I'm doing in the crypto space right now but what are you guys doing in the crypto space and how do you think that people could start interacting in the crypto space if they're coming in right now and what coins will you have them look at
2: i'm just going to name the coins real quick Ethlend for me is a big one auger i like Tiber network and probably some more zillica and just named four but those are the ones that i've been sitting aside with for a while just Tiber's really still. yeah they are i think that Ethland is, is a fantastic company. And as the money comes in, you're going to see people are not going to want to, especially with what we just talked about with how awesome Ethereum is. It's a beautiful way to not have to sell your Ethereum to do other things with your Ethereum. That's what I love about Ethlend. And, you know, Kyber, of course, uh, Zillica. I like Neo a lot too. I really, really like Neo a lot. So you have these platforms that are so beneficial for this space, and they're just at their infancy. These are the companies that I'm really looking at. And you get a lot of new people they come in, and they think Bitcoin. They think Bitcoin. They think the currency, the currency, the currency. And they don't think about the operating system that operates all of this. Set that aside and go straight for the currency. And it doesn't take long to get to understand what the tech is. It's really not hard. I'm not a tech guy. I say it all the time but I understand what's happening, and I understand it makes it makes a, a lot of sense. So I would say, try to understand at a very basic level the technology and why it's beautiful. Why the uh, the, what is the public ledger? It, what does it really mean to have near zero transaction costs? You guys saw, did you guys, you guys all saw that article where somebody moved 99 million Litecoin and paid 44 cents or 40 cents please yeah i That's saw that yeah, 99 million dollars in litecoin oh my bad 99 million dollars my bad yeah for 40 cents and naval says that he looks at wall street and he just kind of chuckles because he knows in 20 years all of their jobs are obsolete what a bold statement. <laughs> what a bold, what a bold statement because it's probably true mm-hmm. nobody wants to hear it but look at the technology and get excited about that. And when you get excited about that, you're not going to care about the next Bitcoin and the next coin. You're going to find the right company. You're going to find something that you believe in. And maybe you're right. Sometimes maybe you're wrong a lot of times, but the sometime you're going to be right in, you're going to be right big.
1: Mark, what are you looking at, man? Oh man. So as I said, there's, there's such a, there's a huge handful of of projects that I, I would love to invest in. But right now, um, I'm looking at Zilliqa, like we already talked about, also KyberNet, where I really like uh, ZRX. You know, I think decentralized exchanges are going to be huge in the next year or two. Yes, too. yes. So you know, Kyber Network and ZRX are, are great platforms for that. Also, I'm just excited to see what Cardano does. And, and also, I've been looking at Wanchain, too. Right
3: on, right on. We have... Hey. Yes. I want to it, say one coin that I've been looking at.
0: Oh, sorry, oh. Danny. I thought you did. I apologize. Danny.
3: Danny's still here. No, <laughs> just me, just, just one coin. So all, all of my toy. friends <laughs> actually, it's B
0: cash. <laughs> um, Danny's a B cash fan. Everybody it's on the record. <laughs> uh,
3: I, I've had a, a number of friends talk to me about EOS and I'm like, really? EOS. The one that has like a one year ICO yeah. and, uh, it was interesting to me that they were talking about it because that in itself was, it It makes it stand out a lot, right? And I'm just trying to figure out what that's going to do to the price. But I've been reading their papers. I've been reading some commentary between him and Vitalik. I never know if I say his name right. And it's his interest in helping the crypto space and decentralized money and his whole philosophy is, it's unique. Daniel Larimer had... Uh, reply to Vitalik with his perspective on what crypto should be. He has he has three incontrovertible premises upon which he bases his work, which is the vast majority of people have good intentions, you cannot prove a negative, and there's no such thing as a closed economic system. So like really big thoughts that he's basing his, his whole EOS system on. And him and Vitalik are going at it on Medium. And they're using like this just really intelligent conversation and pointing out flaws and also logical points in each other's conversation and, and agreeing and disagreeing. I re- I like that. I like it when two people can have a conversation like that and they both have very intelligent views and I don't think either one of them is wrong. They're both trying to make a system that works for the people and can't be broken by a couple of bad hats, black hats. So I'm, I'm definitely interested in EOS right now.
0: So Daniel is the person who created BitShares the decentralized platform, the social media platform, Steemit, and he's the CTO of EOS. Just to let you guys know.
3: Yeah. He, he's a he,
0: boss. He, he does some shit.
3: Yeah. So someone like that, it's that they interest me. He's a, he's a mover and a shaker.
0: Cool. Hmm. Indeed. So before we get off, what advice would you give to the new people that are getting into the space? We're seeing green. Now it's going to get back on CNN, CNBC, Fox News, everybody's going to start talking about Bitcoin and everybody's going to say, hey, maybe I should buy some of that Bitcoin stuff. What do you want to tell the people that are going to start getting into the game now? Mr. I got Mark. something
3: quick to, to share.
0: Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Danny.
3: Okay, so I got into crypto at this time of the year, last year. It was right after a dip. It was right before a big hike up, right before the big bull run. That lasted pretty much the whole year. So for me, I just... I ended up buying Ethereum and Monero, and I just looked at what two coins could I put like $200 into, I think was what I invested. And they both ended up doing really well. And that set the stage for me being super interested in crypto and discovering the whole thing. So put a couple hundred dollars or $50 or whatever you can afford for some rich dude, it might be 10 grand, and find some coin that you really believe in and just see if it works. See if the technology you believe in and... The name, the marketing, and everything that you think might work—if it's a working formula—and put some money in.
2: Just put money in. You'll (laughs) learn very fast, and you'll pay attention, and you'll figure it out. Who was the guy, uh, Matthew, that you had on? The guy was like, "Hey, yeah, put ten thousand dollars in, and put a thousand in each coin, like it was." That
0: was Andy Tian. of Gifto.
2: Oh. yeah, it's no big deal. It's <laughs> yeah, no big not, deal. not a big deal. It's just ten thousand dollars. So yeah, yeah. Just take, just take his formula and take a thousand and divide it by ten, or even a hundred and divide it by ten. You'll figure it out real fast. You'll find some stuff. But put, put right. money in. Otherwise, you're just going to be sitting on the side, open and wishing, and overthinking when you should be doing. Yeah, some of, some of the mistakes
1: that that I made when I first got into this is, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the price, looking at the price. I'm like, oh, it's you know, it's going up, it's going up. I'll just wait, wait a little bit before it goes down. And then it seems like every time I did that, like it just never went down. And, uh, you know, I, I end up, you know, losing a lot of money. I'm like, I agree with you. Aaron. just, you know, put your, put some money in, put, put some money in this, this is early. This space is early. Just get in, just jump in. Another thing is don't obsessively check your block folio and your portfolio because it's just, it's just going to drive you nuts. Like when I first got got into this, you know, I made my investment. I'm like, I'm refreshing that way too much. Like many, many, many times a day. And that you will know, drive me drive drive crazy.
3: I'm going to disagree with you there, though. I actually love checking it. And what I did is every time I check it, I see the price move. I then Google my coin and see what oh. new news came out. And I ended up learning a lot about the coin. So that is the other way you could do it cool
0: what i would tell everybody is to exactly what you said just put money in and figure it out but do two things one don't be one of those people that says it's for decentralization it's for everything it's not about the money it's for you know a coin i believe in it's for the project it's it's obviously about the money so once you start thinking that it's about the money and you don't feel bad that it's about the money, then you start thinking more rationally, I think, instead of trying to find excuses mm-hmm. that it's not about the money. No, it is about the money. So mm-hmm. I think that people, when they, they put in, at least this is what I've seen through uh, Crypto one experiences, you try to find this ide- ideology, something that's bigger than yourself. And that's true. But let's not think that the money is not an aspect of it. And let's not think that liking the money or wanting gains or wanting to make profits is a bad thing. So let's not feel bad about that. But also be skeptical. Be very skeptical, but not fearful. Fearful and skeptical are two different things. To be skeptical is to look at something and say, I judge that for its merits, for what it is, for these people that are doing these projects because they're good people, they're working hard, they're, in, they're responsive, they're in, in, uh, interacting with their communities, or they're not. Or this tech actually has practical use cases, or it's being used, or do they have a product? And if they don't, and people aren't interacting, and you can't Google them and find you know, their history and who they are and, and what have you, then be skeptical. And you might miss out on you know, some you know, big gains, but in the long run, I think you're going to feel better about that. But don't be fearful. If you put your money in, and you say I'm going to put a hundred bucks in there, or a thousand bucks, or even what Andy Tan said, ten thousand dollars. Make sure you understand that this is what you're doing, and don't be fearful with these dips and gains or what have you. I remember listening to an interview with Tony Robbins, and everybody has their opinion about Tony Robbins. I think he says I think he says amazing things. And when he was on the James Altucher show, he said uh, he was talking about investing. He's like. Everybody looks at this stuff, and I think this goes back to what Mark said. He's like, You check your book, Black Folio, all the time, and it's in. Do I buy in now? Oh, it went up a percent. It went up 2%. It went up. It, I was going to buy in at 20 cents. It's 23 cents now. I'm going to wait for it to go back down to 20 cents. And Tony would say, Just buy. You want to buy today, buy today. If you're not going to buy today and you don't think that there is any future for it, it doesn't matter what the price is today. Then there's no future for it. Well. Then don't buy it. Yeah. Just put your money in. Don't worry about this nickel and dime, a couple percentage, because if you're going to hold this for a long <laughs> hold or long, long capital gains, then you're going to see your returns because of the product. You will see the, the project be fruitful because of the product itself, not because you bought it in at 20 cents or 23 cents or 25 cents. So
3: yeah, that's I, what I, I, I tell wanna, you guys. I, I agree with you there. I mean, I actually first discovered Bitcoin in 2009. I ended up buying silver instead. And if I would have just put a 100 bucks into Bitcoin then, this would be a very different story for me. So cool. if you find something that you're interested in and it sounds weird and you're not sure, but you still like it and you have the money to spare and you're interested and it's the only thing you like, then why not? Because it might end up being something incredible.
0: And some just some last words for new people getting into the market. I want everybody to know that Decryptionary, Crypto 101, ICO 101, the community, our Facebook communities, our Twitters, our emails, everything is open to you guys. So please join the Facebook group. Please send us emails. Matthew, Aaron, Danny, you can send us emails anytime. Reach out to us. We have built this little ecosystem of people in the space of resources because we want to help not because we want we're not because we're trying to game a system not because we're trying to you know bullshit people or blow smoke about people's asses we are here and built this so people can get in and feel comfortable about getting into crypto learning about the tech and learning about different ways to think about economies finance borders yourself and the possibilities that a more free economic future could give to the average consumer
3: I, I agree I'm definitely here to help a bit absent lately with work and study and whatnot, but I'm, I'm trying to get back into it get my head in the game and uh, this was a, this was a good wake up, wake up call and it was especially nice to hear from people like Mark and Aaron who had a very different experience to you and I Matt Kowalski
2: yeah for sure yeah for sure <laughs> just I love this community and i'm all in in the crypto and blockchain space and you're talking to a guy who's doing this mostly out of a labor of love for the community it is not easy for and i'm not i'm not saying this to so that people can go oh wow that's awesome i'm just saying it because it's true that this thing is bigger than than we can imagine and This thing is a labor of love for us. It takes time and we want the people to be educated. And what Matthew said was very true. We're here for you. I get emails and I see a lot of questions on the Facebook page. But I don't think I think there's more questions than people are actually asking. And I think they actually think, and I'm sorry for people listening that I'm telling you what I think you're thinking, but I'm gonna do it anyways. Because I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot of educational Mm -hmm. content. And they say, hey, reach out. And then I reach out and guess what I don't hear? I don't hear back from anybody. Right. So you'll hear back from our Facebook group. You'll get an email from me. You might not get an email from me right away. You're gonna get an email though. You're gonna get an email from Matthew. You're gonna get an email from Mark. You're gonna get an email from Danny. You're gonna get a response back. And if you don't, do it again. <laughs> and because we're we're here to help. We want to help. The community wants to help. And the only way to engage is to engage, not wait to, to be engaged, but engage. Right.
3: great right. I'm feeling yeah, that.
1: I just want to I just want to encourage everybody to you know get on our Facebook group. You know, as as Aaron said, you know, engage each other, and also I mean, look up your local blockchain meetups. Mm. Meet some people face to face. I've met um, I made some great connections and actually have made some really great friends, um, like you guys, be involved in, in crypto. Um, so you meet a lot of genuine people out there in this space.
0: Absolutely. Indeed gents thank you very much for coming on and wrapping out with everybody and for the audience this is the first time we actually we've all got together and chatted at the same time we usually do it individually either me and danny me and aaron mark and aaron mark and danny or what have you uh so this is this is very new for us as well and it was interesting and fun and guys thanks for joining me man peace out man thanks for having us
3: thanks for having us
0: Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Crypto 101. There are many more people part of the Crypto 101 crew. I don't want you to think that this represents the amount of work that goes into Crypto 101 and ICO 101. There's the audio editors, there's the bloggers, there's the Facebook moderators, there's the marketers. There's so many people that go into Crypto 101. Let's not forget to give a shout out to Kyle. Kyle is one of the original OG people. He was in Coachella the past couple weeks uh, doing his thing over there. So I think he saw Beyonce perform but he said he was riding around on a golf cart collecting money because he helps run the food and beverage of the events so kyle giving you a shout out to the sponsors the guests and everyone else that has contributed to crypto 101 along the way thank you very much and like always ApogeeCrypto.com, crypto.com a-p-o-g-e-e crypto.com the best place to check your real-time prices whenmoon.co the best place to check your news and we have a new one today june is the designer who's done our website and she has a company called wordpress on the fly wp on the if you're looking for a website real quick check her out and finally the last song today was sent by late boomers club the song is called heart all froze you can find the link in the description thank you guys for sending that over Thank you very much again for listening to this episode of Mm Crypto 101. We'll see you in the next episode where we wrap out with the CEO of Binance, CZ Cheng Peng Zhao. Really cool conversation, really interesting, dude. Down to earth, Mm -hmm. humble. Enjoy. We'll see you next time.